Welcome to the Chairsofter Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsofter Show, Instagram at the Chairsofter Show or by email on andy at the Chairsofter Show.co.uk. Before we go into the episode, uh, I'd just like to say subscribe on the Instagram and the Facebook pages as well. Uh, you can find out everything that's going on in there. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 43. Joining me this week, please welcome Isaac of Planet Airsoft. Evening, Isaac. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How's it going? Not bad, thank you. Well, I should say afternoon in your case. Thank you very much <laughs> for taking some time out of your day to come and talk to us on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. It's exciting. Yeah, as you were saying, this is the first sort of thing you've done like this, so just relax, uh, everyone's friendly here, um, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, before before we go into your channel and the Planet Airsoft stuff, just let's talk about how you got into Airsoft, where your Airsoft adventure began, how long you've been playing, etc. Sure, so let's see, what year are we in? We're in 2018. It's been like six years at this point, I think. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, I started off playing paintball, like I think a lot of airsofters have, and I just went to this paintball store that had guns as well, like airsoft guns, and I was like, wow, that's actually really cool looking. So I bought one, tried it out, and I completely ditched paintball for this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's it's much more fun in my opinion, I don't know. Yeah, um, I've, I've never honestly gone down the paintball route personally, so... Um there was a very bad experience with it that you can hear back a few episodes on the Will Greenwood episode, um, the High Airsoft episode I did, which I, I got put off playing before it even stepped on site, and I was like, okay, give it a go. No. <laughs> what I saw there, people taking masks off in the game zone, these were the refs. Yeah, these they're just like... The community is not the same, let's just say that. I mean, there are nice paintballers, but it's just it's really not the same at all. It's a much yeah. better experience with Airsoft. Yeah. Well, community is actually something we're going to come on to. Well, I was going to come on to it in a bit, but this is like the perfect time, actually. You've sort of brought the conversation to that. Uh, so, with yourself, obviously being in the US, how do you feel the airsoft community has changed in the last couple of years since you've been in it? So, obviously, in the last six years or so that you've been involved with airsoft. So, I feel very left out just because I feel like all the cool stuff happens in California and I'm in New York because that's where like the central of everything is. I actually want to go visit there one day and you know experience a lot. But in where I live, I would say um, it's changed for both the good and the bad, which is I guess how life works. Um, the good would be, <laughs> yeah, people are. I feel like we're being nicer to people entering into the sport. Back when I started out, people were nice to me, but I got lucky. I was looking at other people and. They weren't really so encouraging to them playing. It's more like, oh, it's a new kid. He's going to ruin the game, blah, blah, blah. Now they're a lot more encouraging, at least they're on me. And I feel like it's a very good thing. On the other end, I think the whole Milson versus Speedsaw thing is way out of hand. Like, the whole fighting between the two. It's like, this is a game, and people are definitely failing to remember that. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's been a big debate, and my point is Speedsofters are part of the community at the end of the day, end of, you know, Milson's part of the community, Speedsoft. We need to embrace each other, and work together and embrace these parts of the community i keep banging on about it but you've got to keep reiterating these things until it sets in sometimes haven't you yeah it's like especially now that people are really trying to just get rid of the game altogether because i guess of safety and stuff or at least whatever they want to whatever reasons they want to use to try to ban it we really have to be on the same same page same team 
Yeah, it was one thing um, I was chatting to Graham from Airsoft Nation about on his live show the other week. He had a speed softer, and the community seems to really stick together. And it was probably one of the most viewed, if not the most viewed, episode he's done of his show. He was telling me, and as a speed softer, the community there seems to be much stronger because whether or not it's because they feel ostracised from the rest of the community, if that makes sense, it's maybe they just stick together more and they back each other up and they all work together. That's that's how it should be. Yeah, which it should be the wider community working together. At the end of the day, we don't yeah. want to get this thing banned. We need to be working together to ensure that everything or every aspect of the community is embraced in whatever form. You may not like it, but at the end of the day, help each other. This is true. I agree. <laughs> right, so, obviously, you began about six years ago. Uh, at what point did you get into the YouTube side of things, start doing YouTube videos? YouTube was... I started off with Instagram. Yep. Um, That was pretty cool because I guess I just started taking pictures of my phone. I had an iPhone 4. I still remember that. And it worked <laughs> out, so I got a camera and it went from there. I guess, like, two years later, I thought... Actually happened because I bought a gun that was actually terrible that I paid a lot of money for based off a biased YouTube review. So I decided I'm going to make a channel that does the exact opposite of that. No matter who sends it to me or I buy it or it sends it, it doesn't matter. I'm going to give my opinion about it and be honest. Which which it, it increases your integrity as a reviewer if you're honest. If, if you say something's brilliant and then... It's a bunch of crap. There's going to be, say, 20, 30 people at least, potentially, that are going to have bought this product based off of your review, if not much, much more. Yeah. And then they're going to get it, and they're all going to go, wow, we're never listening to this guy again. What's he, what's, what's he chatting about? It's bollocks. Right, and you just also waste <laughs> that guy's money, so that's the other like, yeah, exactly. moral and thing. Some, yeah, some of these things aren't cheap. You know, there's a guy who had the, you know, the GBLS, the DAS GBLS. Oh, that's a new thing that everyone's all hyped about, relatively new thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, the one that um, is sort of a gas blowback AEG is the best way I could yeah, describe I saw, it. <laughs> it's that's so odd, but it's, it's the only way you can really describe how it functions. But uh, as a guy got a hold of one, uh, if he's listening, Airsoft Cam Man, he had one the other week at an event we were at, and it kept jamming. But he left that bit in the video when he was letting people have a go with it, it that it kept jamming and jamming up. And he actually said he got rid of it and got his Evo out in the end, I think. So, you know, that's the sort of thing you want. If you're looking at a product, you want to give the honest, the good, the bad, and the ugly as such, don't you? Oh, you're saying um, this, the ASG Evo? He, yeah, he went on to the ASG Evo from the GBLS because the GBLS kept breaking down on him. And he was like, I'm going to go something I know works now. Yeah, it's a good call, though. though Evo's yeah. a great guy, and I had one. Yeah, I, I I know the two Jasons at Combat UK in a town near me. They're um they're trying to get me to buy one of the HPA ones, but I'm sort of looking at my finances, thinking I can't justify it at the moment. Maybe one day, but I'm not going to tell them when I'm going to do it. I'm just going to walk in and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I mean, even if like the AG one is probably one of the best AGs I've ever owned. So even if you don't want to go the HP route, it's cheaper too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of the TM fanboy at the moment. It's a oh bit my god, me joke. too. I love TM. Recall shocks for life. <laughs> Thank you, someone who agrees with me. <laughs> Recall shock master race. Yeah, you more of them. They're my favorite <laughs> gun I've ever owned in terms of like performance. 
And people can't even complain about the plastic because that's not a thing with the recoil shocks. No. At least not with that Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm a full TM fanboy. I've got TM pistols, TM rifle. Um, yeah, they're, they're solid no matter what. And, and the range of my Desert Eagle that I've got is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, like, one of those is are cool. Yeah. Well, I, sh- I shot the real one earlier in the year, as a, as a few people who listen to the show regularly regularly remind me that I talk about quite a bit on here. But <laughs> as, as we've not really spoken in person other than on Instagram. Yeah, that's what drove me to buy it. I bought it in Chrome as well, just because that's the one I had in my hand at the time. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> the worst thing, though, is finding a bloody holster for it. Yeah, you'd probably have to, have to go Kydex a, or something. Yeah, I had to get a Kydex custom made up. and. Um, God. In fact, I'm, I'm actually going to review that soon because uh, I've finally got it working just how I want to. So I'm going to do a couple more games with it and then I'm going to review it just before Christmas. Nice. Uh, just because of the retention and stuff. It's just getting that fine balance that you get the retention nice, but it's a nice draw. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. I had Kydex before just because for like my UMP, for example, back then it was like four years ago I had the UMP Elite. It was hard to get. Yeah. mag pouches for it that weren't functional so I got Kydex ones it was actually it was nice yeah it's going to be interesting to see if I can get three Desert Eagle magazines into my current rigs though oh boy because um, they're not exactly small no mags, they're not they're, most pistol mag pouches are generally designed for 9mm maybe 45 ACP size mags yeah that's gonna it's gonna be an interesting fit yeah yeah so um with your YouTube channel coming back onto the topic and why you're here, mm-hmm. so obviously you, you started off with the reviews. Uh, you you start as you stated that you had the really bad gun, as it were, and you made the review on that. Um, so what made your decision to primarily focus on the reviews rather than mixing up with some gameplay footage and the reviews, sort of? balancing each other out so only people that haven't subscribed to me for forever will know this but i actually did do some gameplay videos like back in the day um i didn't do that for several reasons the biggest one if we're gonna be honest is because i suck at editing it's got frustrating it's not on my skill list yeah um i feel your pain yeah. <laughs> i feel your pain big time on that i'm exactly the same uh, i started doing it and i went no, these videos look wank. I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, also because in the few games I tried, I was walking out with like my zoom camera, my GoPro, and all these stuff, and I was just too busy focusing on making sure everything was working that I actually didn't have fun. So I thought there's really like no point in this. Yeah, it's um, it's something that a few people have actually said to me over the years that they've started doing gameplay, but it took something from the game for them. Uh, the biggest one that I know of is Bodge Ups in the UK, who basically said he was so focused on uh, the getting the footage right that it just ruined it for him. And then when he got to a certain point, he just stopped and said, "This is it now." Yeah, it's like it's just not the whole point is to play the game, not to you know record for other people playing the game. If you're going to be yeah. focusing on that, it's not going to be as fun for you, and that kind of defeats yeah. all purpose. Yeah, exactly, and it's like you're constantly going to be looking. Oh, can I get this shot? Can I can I make this look cool? Can I do this? And you're too busy thinking about the different things, aren't you? Rather than just getting on with the game, getting into a building, getting over a site, and doing what you can. Right, agreed. Um, going back to the Instagram as well, you have two airsoft accounts for IG. Um, what reason is this for? Oh, everyone asks that. Great question. Um, 
basically, I used to be very active on Instagram. I mean, I still try to be, but, like, I used to post two, three times a day. That was my big account, the one with, like, 30-something thousand followers. And then I had, like, a crazy work-summer situation because my work is very busy in the summer, so I almost never uploaded. When I came back, my page was dead, and it frustrated me. I don't want to, like, upload stuff and just lose followers all the time. So I took my backup account, which is now called Planet Airsoft, not Planet Airsoft 1, Planet Airsoft, turned it into my main account, and... I don't know what I'm doing with my big account. I'm just having it sit there for now. But, yeah, yeah I use my backup as my main account now. That's why I have to. Yeah, cool. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. You, you start posting. Do you find you have these follow-unfollow people as well? The minute you don't follow them back, they're like, right, I'm not following I this I hate guy. those people so much. It's so yeah. irritating. Like, they follow me and follow, unfollow me, like, a few times a week. I just block them eventually. It gets annoying. Yeah, I, there was actually one guy uh, I know over here who actually posted up and going, your thumb must be very tired from keep clicking the follow and unfollow <laughs> button. Here, let me help you out. And he did a whole story on this. Oh, yeah. And it was so sarcastic. It was hilarious to read it. But it, it, it's frustrating because it's like, I, I think some people don't understand. If you're doing something like you're doing where you're promoting your YouTube channel or like me promoting the show and the podcast, it's tough to sort of go I'm going to follow everyone back because at the end of the day you want to try and filter out the content you're getting to the people that are sort of relative to your show or your YouTube channel you're looking for the manufacturers the retailers in my case as well and the sites that are going on and other players that have been on the show I'll follow them and it it does get frustrating Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it at the moment. I just follow pages I enjoy. Like, the whole point of following people is because you enjoy their content. So that's that's what yeah. I do. I honestly don't follow a lot of manufacturers because their content sucks. And I'm fine with that. But, yeah, it's like people that have, like, post pictures of, like, their dogs and stuff. I'm not interested in that. I'm not going to follow you back, even if you want to follow me 15 times. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if you provide something valuable for content, for us as well, because, I mean, if if you're posting awesome content, we're going to look at it and go, wow, this person needs to come on here. Or, like, you might go, wow, they could off- offer something decent for the show or, or for, your, for your reviews or whatever. They might have a product in that you want to look at that's new on the market, for example, mightn't, mightn't they? Right. True, true. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it, it, it is frustrating. Really frustrating. Um we might do a name and shame episode one day. Oh, you should definitely do that. That would cause <laughs> so much chaos. That'd be great. Yeah, just watch Instagram explode overnight. Uh. <laughs> so you you take some awesome photos Thanks. on your Instagram account. Instagram account. Instagram account. Counts, yeah. I can't. I, I can't is. talk today. What is going on? <laughs> um, are these your guns, or are they ones that are sent to you for review, or is it a nice balance of both? So it's a balance of three things. Um, I have this, like, I guess gun ADHD, if that makes any sense. I buy and sell all the time, yeah. which is cool for me because that way I can give my opinion about guns and actually know what I'm saying because I've probably owned it at some point. But So I do get a lot of content out of that because I have a lot of different guns to take pictures of. Also, yeah, some sent to me, and also I have a friend who owns a... Uh, Airsoft slash paintball store. I'm just going to give him a shout out because anyway, and he helps me out. It's called New Breed Paintball and Airsoft and Fearline. And basically, he lets me use his guns to take pictures, which is really nice of him. So that adds to the content. Cool. Cool. 
yeah, it's always good to have people who are willing to go, yeah, have a look at this and oh, look at this one or check this out. Have, what do you think of this kind of thing? It gives you, it opens the doors for you to review stuff as well that you may not have seen again. Right. Um. So, talking to the reviews, let's 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 do this. What's the best thing you've reviewed and what's the worst thing you've reviewed? Ooh, that's good. Okay. Um, I can't say my recall shot because that's completely biased, so I'm going to have to pick something else. Um, yeah, you're, you're talking to two people that love the recall <laughs> shock here. It's always going to be a recall Recall sh- yeah. Hang on, hang on. Mark, recall shock is life. That's for Mark at Red Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my favorite, besides for that, uh, okay, believe it or not, I think just in terms of, like, the price to what you're getting point would be the Lancer Tactical entry-level Gen 2. It's insane. You're paying, like, a hundred bucks, and you're getting so much more, so just based off that, that would be my favorite. Cool, yeah, uh, Lance Tacticals only recently just sort of seemed to come to Europe as well, so I'll be interested to see if more and more of their stuff starts hitting the UK market at some point. Great, that would, yeah, that'd be nice, because they, they really stepped up their games. Like, they used to not be the greatest, but they're they're up there now. Yeah, I know, I know Kev talks about them a lot, a lot as well. Oh, Kev, yeah, he yeah. likes them. I just I yeah. just did a video with them, actually. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah, he is. He um. We do like upsetting him, though. Bless him. I'm not going to say anything about him on this episode because I promised him. But. <laughs> <laughs> and least favorite would have to be the biggest fail of a gun. Um, oh, there's so many. My gosh, there's so many guns that just suck. It's like back in the day, though. Um, I didn't like the Elite Force. I'm going to get so much hate for this, but the M4 CQB, even the latest gen, i not a fan. Um... Uh, I'm like drawing blanks here now that you're asking me, but there, there's been a lot that I haven't liked, so we can just go with that. It was not one of my. There's not one. Oh, the Valken, the Valken M4s when they first came out were so freaking bad, in my opinion. So that was that yeah. was definitely up there. <laughs> I have to be nice about Valken. Rob scares me. <laughs> I met him last. I mean, to be fair, I do I do like what the brand stands for and the things they offer. I've just never sort of really shot any of their rifles over here um, they're, they're a brand that again seems to be sort of coming more and more uh, well known in the UK they started but, yeah they started I'm like almost positive of the right band is brand is they're now OEM by SAS at least the recent guns which is pretty cool um, I haven't yeah. used them yet so I don't know if that means anything like in terms of quality and performance but their old ones were like god no <laughs> Yeah, um, I know. I know what you mean. I, it's it's a it's a brand. I'm if I if I use them, uh, I can make more of an opinion. Like using them in game, seeing how they perform, etc. But until I've done that, it's not really something you can say. And I'm sure it's the same for you as well. Like you can do your first impressions when you get it out of the box, but it's not until you get it out in the really? field and try it for a few games that you can give a decent review of the performance of it. Can you? Really, it's, it's definitely true. I'd have to say some, some. You say about the Lancer and what you get for your money, though. Another brand that I like for that uh, is the G and G with the combat machine. Yes, definitely. I, I want to buy an um, ARP nine. It's on my to do list. Yeah. Have you seen the new color kits? For yep. Them? Look awesome. They look awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw one. Um, I saw a few of them actually up at a shop 
the other day, Combat UK again. We'll talk about them because um, they they showed me and they were going on. And it's even like some of it is so subtle. Like one of the lads, Kieran, he goes to me, "Look, they even painted this little pin right here," and you could just see a little bit of purple <laughs> in the receiver. I'm like, "Who thinks I'm just going to paint this pin?" <laughs> This tiny little pin that no one ever looks at and probably never takes out unless they're a tech, and it's like let's just paint Attention this to detail. or red. Yeah, it is. It's just like so subtle some of it, and it looks nice as well. Um, obviously, you're going to get the Milsimers hating on it. Aren't oh, you? for sure. Yeah, of course. They'll live. They'll live. But, yeah. So we've we've done the best and worst. What's the most unique piece that you've ever reviewed? Um. Okay, I did the... Like like the sort of money can't buy kind oh. of thing. That, um, I have a really weird one that most people don't even know about. It's the... Marush... Is it Maruzin? I don't know. It's one of the two. Um, Derringer? It shot like... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It shot like, I think, 8mm or 6mm VVs, which is weird. And it was terrible, but it was just a lot of fun. It was just like a blast. I want to feel one of those one day. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things of the Derringer, especially if you're at a Milsim, you can conceal it so well. Yeah, you've only got two shots, but sometimes that's all you need to get out of a sticky situation, isn't it? If all your kit's getting taken off you and they don't search you properly, <laughs> just have a nice little Derringer tucked that's away. That's the unique situation. Um, in terms of money can't buy, I mean, I'm sure money can buy everything technically, but I had a custom-made um, Matrix shotgun that was converted to HPA, which was apparently never done before. To this day, right? It was really good until it broke, like everything. But that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's the trouble with airsoft; it all, it all breaks, breaks eventually, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, that, that that was the one thing I had. You'll be surprised by this. My recoil shock died twice what? in 2017. Once was within two months of me getting. What it. happened? Uh, the first, basically, I think I got the Friday afternoon job. I think that's the only way I can describe it. Um. What seemed to happen was the piston only wore on one side, mm. really heavily wore on one side. So as it's gone back to fire again, it's uh, it's just locked up in the cylinder. It's just locked up in the gearbox. It's it was fucked. Basically, That's um, one of the lads at a site took it apart to see what was wrong with it, and I literally turned up at the retailer with the body in the case. All the receiver and the rail and everything in the case and all the internals in a box and said, can you make this work again? He was like, what did you do to it? I said, well, we had to find out why it was broken. We've saved you half a job, but that's saving on labour costs right there because he doesn't have to take it apart anymore. They never broke, Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And then the second time, um, I'd been using it all year pretty much. Um, About a year ago now, I was at a game and halfway through the day... Everything started whirring up. It was making a horrible sound. I thought it just locked up at first. Um, so I put it into auto to clear it. And it just went... Non-stop. That's the only way I can describe the sound. And what had happened was the motor had dropped. So the motor wasn't engaging. And it was just spinning around. It fucked the foregrip. It knackered the gears. And all sorts of stuff went wrong with it. And Yeah, it was knackered. It had to be oh God. all new internals put back into it. Um, including a new pistol grip as well. Which one do you have? Which recoil shock? The the four one six dev group. Nice. I want the I want the new one, the I mean the Delta, the one with the weird hands. Things awesome. Yeah, have you seen they're doing a black one of those? Really? Yeah. 
it looks nice. Because one thing I've found, you guys don't tend to get the TM stuff over in the US. No, I've we found. don't. We don't get all the cool stuff. Um, but it's, I, 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 obviously you can get it because you own it, but I hear it's a lot rarer than yeah. it is over here. Yeah, like 80 bucks um, for shipping I'm, and you can get one. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that is that just because US stockists don't want to supply it, or is it that they can't get hold of it as easily? Or it's, what, what? I actually asked a bunch of people that own stores just because I was curious. Um, the local stores, it's not worth it to them because no one's going to pay. Once you're paying like 70, 80 bucks for shipping, they're going to have to bump up that price to 500 plus dollars. People don't really, you have to find like a yeah. specific customer base that will appreciate and pay 500 plus dollars for a gun. It's not really worth it for them to stock it. Also, because they don't make them here, so they're hard to get. That's, that's what I was told. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, the UK doesn't really have many airsoft manufacturers in it. It's more the custom market over the UK, I've found. Um, obviously, there are one or two that are getting stuff made for them. But, I mean, even over here, you're paying about sort of £500 for a recall shock. People do it. Don't. Uh, the, the most expensive one I've ever come across was uh, my friend Roger Sistema. Yeah. Yeah, he um he went all out with that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's unreal how much that system costs. But yeah, you know some people have it, some people don't. Anyway, um, I'm very conscious of the time. Obviously, you've you're you're taking some time out of your day. You're you're basically on your lunch break now, <laughs> aren't you? Recorded this. Worth it. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. So thank thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Um, hopefully. We'll get you on again at some point in the future to talk a bit more in depth about things going on in the US and in depth about the different guns that are out in the market as you review them. Uh, where can people get in touch with you? Um, my Instagram. That's where the my DMs plan yourself. It's the best way to contact me. And and obviously you've got your YouTube channel. People can find you on there That's as well. That's true. I do YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> we you, we might have touched on it during the course of this episode. <laughs> Maybe just a bit. Uh, so yeah, Planet Airsoft on YouTube as well? Yeah. Cool. I'll throw links in the description as well for you guys. Uh, as obviously, at the top of the show, I said how you guys can get in touch with me. This week, head on over to the Facebook page, drop some reviews, drop some recommendations, drop some nice five stars on there, and same on the iTunes as well, if you're listening on there. Uh, thanks again for your time, Isaac. Uh, it's been awesome talking to yeah, you. Yeah, same. Thanks for having me. Just a shame we didn't have a little bit longer, but yeah. Next time we'll <laughs> do it not on my lunch break, and I can give you unlimited time. How about that? Yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll sort this again in the next year or so, definitely. We'll, we'll try and get you on in a year's time, see what's new. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thanks for your time. Take Bye. care. Uh, take your hits, everyone. Look after each other, enjoy your games, play with honour, play with honesty, don't be a dick, <laughs> and I'll see you next time on the Chairsofter Show. Bye for now.